All right, it's long overdue, but we got to get to it. This is the exclusive review for Thor Love and Thunder. This is the fourth installment in the uh, Thor series, if you will. And it continues right after the events of um, Avengers Endgame as we see Thor himself tagging along with the team of the Guardian of the Galaxy. And honestly, it's it was something that I was really excited to see because when whenever MCU does any crossover stuff, it's always fun. I love the dynamic. I love the exchange uh, between characters and uh, just different worlds and different realms put together. It's always very entertaining. It's the charm of, I think, MCU overall. Um, with Thor Love and Thunder, we have Thor once again uh, with, his, uh, with his new ultimate weapon, Stormbringer. Or I think, yeah, that's the weapon. As um, he seems to have a bit of an identity crisis this time around. He doesn't know what he wants to do with his life now that he doesn't really uh, take up the mantle of the, you know, the you know th god of thunder and he doesn't really um oversee his own kingdom which is new asgard and so he's sort of out on this sort of journey of self-exploration and trying to figure out what is his purpose in life and comes along with it is a new antagonist that uh, surely challenges thor himself played by Kristen bale uh gore the God Butcher, and I was really excited for this because um, I was always, I was, I'm always stoked for a villain that is uh, dark, mature, and has a really solid motivation. And Kristen Bale, not only in terms of performance, but in terms of this character's motivation, really feels justifiable. And you know, it's 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 always that clash between you know good and evil. Um, but I'll say there's some gray areas here because you really feel for Gore uh, as a villain and his uh, and his actions do have some justifications because the whole idea is that in these different realms in the universe, there's deities who are responsible for those who worship them and follow them, but they can be ignorant, they can be arrogant and selfish, and uh, Gore just believes that, you know, we shouldn't rely our fates and our destinies on a higher being or an omnipotent being that you know we should hold those destinies to ourselves i think that's a really great message but coming from an evil guy so it makes for a very interesting antagonist and the movie all around has um again that same comedic tone uh that comes from the influence of taikai taikai waititi who is the same director who uh you know helmed Thor Ragnarok and people consider that one of the better Marvel movies out there justifiably so and uh, he's back at it again with Thor Love and Thunder with a lot more rock music a lot more of that 80s synth sort of vibe to it and um, some people have complained that the movie tends to maybe detract a little bit from the emotional aspect like you can't really get in it you can't really get emotionally invested because there's just a lot of comedy in the film, and I get where they're coming from, but I'll be honest, I didn't find it so ham-fisted like some, some people and some critics have complained. I feel there is a balance there because, especially in its third act, when it really gets climactic and there's a massive confrontation between Thor and the main villain, um, they, I feel they still do it, I, I feel they still do it right in the sense where, uh, in terms of uh, the 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 stakes in terms of the music in terms of even the color visually 
this is a very uh, stunning film to watch. And they go, you go to many different places in the world of MCU here. You get to even uh, dabble, they even get to dabble a little bit in the pantheons, which I won't talk too much about. But if you've seen the trailer, I think that's a spoiler enough. They do also introduce, uh, they do return, they reintroduce Jane Foster, who was Thor's past lover. Um, I was very worried that it felt like a very forced character into the story, but no, they did a very well job, really good job of rewriting her and reworking her character and giving her a sort of development uh, that we don't get to see in those last movies because, you know, she sort of just disappeared, you know, and they they try to rework that and try to make sense of her return and again, I won't dabble into too much about it, but Natalie Portman did do a solid job playing as the mighty Thor being chosen by Mjolnir and there's sort of like this really entertaining you could say a love triangle between Thor himself his his past hammer Mjolnir as well as his ex uh, Jane Foster and um, again there's a lot of comedic <laughs> there's a lot of comedic aspects to this movie that could either throw throw you off or actually you might really enjoy and i'm i'm on the side where i really enjoyed a lot of the comedic aspect of thor love and thunder and again it does have a, a very endearing finale one that uh I, helps develop uh, thor as a character but i will say one of my gripes about the film is that they really dumbed down thor he he's a lot more i wouldn't say idiotic but he you know, for someone who's been doing this for a long time, um, he seems like a hero who's not sure on what next step he should make. And he sometimes feels like he's fumbling around uh, whenever he is put into a, a corner. So, you know, for someone who's now had four movies, I feel like in some way he he kind of went backwards as a character. That kind of annoys me, honestly. I just thought they'd do a better job with him, but... I guess it's the style of the movie they want to go for. They want to make him more funny as a character. So, uh, you know, some deduction of some kind took place there. Um, I just wish they didn't do that because Thor really does feel a bit dumbed down in this story. However, overall, it's a really solid film, enjoyable. And uh, if you can excuse the comedy, which could, again, comedy is subjective, right? So you might find some parts funny, some other parts, you know, just kind of flies over your head. But overall, it's a very entertaining movie, one that I've been waiting for a very long time. It's definitely worth the wait. And so therefore, Thor Love and Thunder, I am giving, I'm giving it a final verdict of 7 out of 10. And I would recommend you watch it if you're an MCU fan who keeps up with the general, uh, you know, installments and the new movies and shows that come out. For the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, I'd love to hear from you guys. Text me, 4215, it's Slaughter Do. Have you gotten the chance to watch the film? And what do you think of it? Share your personal opinions or your critiques, whatever it is, right here on the Evening Buzz. Pulse 95. Now, I know it's been several months since the Oscar incident that took place. Um, the Will Smith slap that shook the whole world. Now, I know it's kind of quieted down. People don't really are not talking about it as much but the dust when the dust have settled there's all sorts of questions that come about and one of them what ha what happens what goes behind the scenes for will smith and 
you know, projects that he's affiliated to, you know. Um, I know when, a, when you do an action like that, so severe, out in public, just, you know, it, it definitely has a lot of repercussions. And I know his career is certainly in a rabbit hole of some kind, and it's going to be a while before he can dig himself out of that situation, with him also being banned from the Oscars for the next 10 years of his life. What happens to the movies that he has been working on since the moment he slapped Chris Rock? Well, there has been a couple of projects that have been put on hiatus or on hold, especially the fourth installment to Bad Boys. However, Martin Lawrence, who is a uh, co-star uh, for uh, with Will Smith for the you know for the Bad Boys franchise. He went on a recent interview uh, on Eb uh, with Ebony Magazine, and he expressed that he claimed that Will Smith's Oscars uh, slap won't kill the development of Bad Boys 4, despite the reported postponement of the project since the aftermath of the incident. He expresses his confidence that Bad Boys 4 will move forward as he dismissed the speculation that the franchise, the franchise's fourth installment would be canceled as a result of Smith's onstage altercation. He says, we got one more at least, he asserted, implying that Bad Boys for Life will get a follow-up and in some way wrap it up. He says, it was big, Lawrence said, of the launch for the franchise, for us to come together and prove that we can deliver and we can pull people into the box office that two black stars, two sitcom stars, could make money at the box office. It's huge. I didn't go to college, so I felt TV was my college years. I felt with movies, I had graduated. It was just different. Now, 25 years later, Bad Boys has proved to be one of those big, bad, you know, buddy cop action comedy movies that has certainly lived on even uh, today. But the development of the fourth Bad Boys Despite being confirmed, who knows when it's going to arrive in theaters, if it's have continued its production, because I know if the movie comes out, there is, there's going to be this, you know, eeriness in the air uh, when it comes to Will Smith. Some people might even boycott the film. They will go out of their way to make people not go and watch the movie and support Will Smith, maybe because they still feel... They feel adamant about, you know, not giving him the spotlight or that he still has done, he hasn't done enough to deserve, uh, you know, uh, continuing and acting in some kind of, you know, some shape or form. I know there will be people who will go out of their way to be like, don't support any future movies from Will Smith. So there's definitely going to be that audience. But I know there's still others who uh, probably don't care. They probably dismissed the drama that took place in, in the Oscars and are watching it because, you know, sometimes you just want to watch an action flick. It doesn't matter the drama behind it. It's really up to everyone's preference, but it certainly will be weird when this movie comes out because everyone has a certain way they feel about Will Smith now, uh, now that his personal life has been so exposed and so heavily criticized at the same time. I know I was shocked when the incident happened and, you know, just the, you know, that, that, the aftermath that came with it, it still feels like it's it rippled through and will continue to ripple for the next 
you know, coming month, coming years. But I'm just saying, like, whenever a Will Smith movie comes out, people are gonna people are gonna see it differently now, and uh, probably not for the better. But until then, we're gonna have to wait and see. Who knows if Bad Boys will get its, uh, you know, if the Bad Boys sequel is still in production. Martin Lawrence, the co-star, feels very confident it will happen. I think he's just trying to, um, you know, initiate the hype in some way. He's trying to keep that franchise and its production team alive and well, giving it, you know, just a breath of life, especially after that huge drama that took place a couple months back. But you guys let me know. Text me 4215. It's Would you watch any new future Will Smith movies in the coming years? Or have you just, halas, you've completely now, you will never go and support this actor and whatever projects he makes because you feel like it's, you know, he's just a completely different person now someone you don't support do let me know text me 4215 it's a lot to do and with that guys it's a wrap here on the evening buzz thank you so much for tuning in and don't worry we're gonna have our show up on our youtube channel very soon make sure to subscribe to our channel at pulse 95 radio that's where we post all of our talk shows throughout the week on our channel if you want to keep up to date and with that guys i'll see you guys tomorrow from eight till nine o'clock once again Keeping you guys busy and entertained throughout the nightly drive, wherever you are on a lovely weekend like this. And with that, guys, I want to wish you a fantastic day. Good night. Have a safe drive. Don't drive too much. Gas prices are still, uh, you know, (laughs) not desirable. I'll say that much. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) Guys, take care. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same vibes. Only here, you know it, on Pulse95. If you liked this episode of The Evening Buzz, drop a like and subscribe. Be sure to follow us on Instagram for all our daily updates and top stories.